1: The Bible says, therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sweet sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Walking in love for one another means choosing to consider the needs of others before focusing on our own needs. Now to be quite honest, I see very, very few of us doing that in our day-to-day lives. As we explore the
0: book of 2 John,
1: Pastor Robert
0: shows us how discord amongst believers is not unique or new to our day and age. Ever since the formation of the church, there have been disagreements on various issues. But as John says in this short book, the thing that sets us apart and unites us is the love of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: Before Elizabeth and I left for Guatemala, we finished our studies in the book of 1 John, so today we're going to dig into 2 John. Um, It's the shortest book in the Bible. A grand total of only 245 words in the original text, basically just a one-page note of exhortation written to an anonymous church. We don't know who the recipients uh, were originally. John doesn't even introduce himself really in the text, but it's been accepted throughout the centuries that he was the author. So let's read it and we'll, we'll back up and look at some details. starts off the elder, to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all those who have known the truth, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I rejoiced greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth as we received commandment from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God." He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house nor greet him, for he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. Having many things to write to you, I did not wish to do so with paper and ink, but I hope to come to you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. The children of your elect sister greet you. Amen. Now, the key verse in 2 John, in my opinion, is verse 7. He says, For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. See, John was concerned about a cult group which had already formed called the Gnostics. Gnostics are still around today, but they're known by different names. Christian scientists, Unitarian Universalists, there are a few others, but one of the key beliefs is that God did not actually come in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. that's what John is addressing here. As Dr. Bill Iverson always said, the so-called New Age system of beliefs isn't new at all, it's just a modern version of Gnosticism. John tells us here that the spirit behind this heretical doctrine is the spirit of antichrist in other words it's a demonic spirit who intends to try to replace jesus in people's lives and the bible gives us two important mandates here in this little short note number one he says love one another and he points out it's not a new thing love one another Verse 4, I rejoiced greatly that I found some of your children walking in truth as we received commandment from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, that as you've heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. John says, this is not new stuff. We just need to do what we say we believe. We need to love one another. We need to live this stuff out. It, it echoes what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter 5, the Bible says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sweet sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Walking in love for one another means choosing to consider the needs of of others before focusing on our own needs. Now, to be quite honest, I see very, very few of us doing that in our day-to-day lives. The reality is most of the Christian church in our world today is not actually following Christ. We're making up something different, calling it Christianity. But see, walking in love means that we choose to consider others. I remember a pastor's conference a number of years ago. I, I I went there hoping to be able to just, you know, get away, get alone with the Lord, just kind of be there and worship and be fed myself, you know. And I knew going out there, it was in California, I knew that the the housing there at the conference center, there were like three or four sets of bunk beds to the room. So there, there were, there were, you know, there's room in each of those rooms for six to eight pastors. And I was praying the whole way out there, you know, Lord, please don't put me in a room with five or six other guys. I just need to get alone. I just want to, you know, I just, I need a break. I just want to be alone and I got there and sure enough I see suitcases on every bed you know it's like Lord I was focused on me while I was still unpacking this younger pastor started telling me all of his problems and I remember standing there thinking I don't need this I got enough problems of my own I don't want to hear about your problems. Now, all this is going on up here because I'm a good pastor. I kept my mouth shut. you understand what I'm saying? I pretended to be concerned for this man. And I shared with one of our students at the Bible college in Guatemala, pretend Christianity doesn't have any power at all. Let me say that again. Pretend Christianity is powerless. It will take you to hell. You understand what I'm saying? I grew up with an awful lot of pretend Christianity. I have pretended in my Christianity. I pretended that day for about a minute. I began to really listen to this guy. Because as he was talking, I was hearing my my own stuff. You know, the Bible says, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. In other words, what God is telling us is we all go through the same stuff. You're not the only one. And he was confronting me with that as I stood there listening to this pastor whine about the same stuff I was whining about. Do you understand what I'm saying? My whining was still silent because he got started first. You see that as i began listening to him i realized man this guy's really hurting just like me he came here really in need just like me and both of us just need to go to the lord now we can do it together how cool is that
0: Thank you so much for joining us today we are so excited opportunities to air main thing radio are popping up all over the united states we are so thankful to god for what he's doing and we would love to see main thing radio continue to expand sharing the gospel teaching god's word all over the world but of course bringing you main thing radio on this station comes at a cost We purchased time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
2: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.